at Christmas time. If I say to you, Christmas time, what comes to mind for you? Christmas does? That's a good thing to have come to, come to mind when I say Christmas time. So some people, when I say Christmas time, you think cookies. Some, yeah, the cookies are a good, good one. Sometimes when I say Christmas time, you think presents, right? Sometimes when I say Christmas time, you think Christmas carols or Christmas music. And sometimes when I say Christmas time, you think waiting, waiting. Who, who has trouble waiting for Christmas time? Yeah, me too. Is it ever going to come? Here we're, we've only got two days left before Christmas, right? But, but that's still two days until Christmas. It, right? One day until Christmas Eve. That helps. But we, we, you know, you just want to have that excitement of getting together with family or opening gifts or celebrating and reading the Christmas story together. And so the anticipation of that, the, the waiting for that, is sometimes really hard. And then when you finally get there, you finally get to Christmas Day, and you wake up and you're just so excited you can hardly stand it. You just, you finally get to open whatever that present was and you get to go, Yay! And jump up and down and be all excited. Well, there was somebody else who was waiting at, for Christmas. He was waiting and waiting and waiting. And his name was Simeon. And Simeon was waiting in the temple of God for Christmas to come. For God's chosen one to come. And so today I want to read to you this story about when Jesus was really little. Not the day that he was born. Many of you know that story and we do that at Christmas a lot. But just after that, when he was just a, a few days old and he was brought into the temple for the first time and Simeon was there waiting. And so if you would uh, turn with me to Luke chapter 2 and I'm going to start in verse 25. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parrot parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed." 
So here's, here's Simeon, right? And Simeon is, is in the temple of God. That's sort of like being in church. It's the place where people would go to worship God. They would go and they would offer sacrifices to God. They would uh, demonstrate that they loved God by going into this place, this holy place. And it says, uh, now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout. He was devoted to God. He loved God. He did things that followed the the commands of God so that he would demonstrate that he loved God. And it says that he was was righteous. He was like set aside for God, for the, he had put his own life a set that aside to be dedicated to God and live in God's ways. Now this man, Simeon, was waiting for the consolation of Israel. The consolation of Israel. Consolation just means like comforting. So I, I don't know about you if you've uh, ever had something happen that, that somebody did something that was mean to you or, or somebody did something that hurt you or injured you or you just felt not very good and had somebody come over and, and console you or comfort you, encourage you, put their arms around you and hug you and say, it, it's going to be okay. I've had that happen before. I had that happen just recently. I dropped something and it landed on my foot. I don't know if you've ever dropped something on your foot, but I don't like it when I do that. And did it hurt? Yeah, it hurt me too. And so I dropped something on my foot and I went, Ow! And one of my kids said, What? And I said, I dropped something on my foot. And they said, are you okay? And they gave me a hug. That is comfort. That is consoling. That when something wrong has happened, then something right comes to help with the thing that was wrong. And so that's what he's waiting for. Because, see, Israel had something happen to them too. Israel was not dropping something on their foot. But they were in pain. They were in pain because they had sinned against God and they had rejected God. And as a group of people, Israel had said, God, we don't want to follow you. We want to follow these other things instead. They were not being righteous and devout like Simeon was. They were being selfish and chasing after other things instead. And so... so. Uh, Because of that, God said, you can't live in my land anymore. You can't be here as a nation devoted to me and dedicated to me anymore because you're not acting like my people anymore. And so he brought in some other armies and they dragged them out of the land that God had given them, that promised land that they had gotten uh, after Moses had brought them to this promised land. 
And so because of that, then there were some who still did, just a few people who still did love God, who were righteous and devoted to God, and they were waiting for this time. They thought, you know, there is going to be a time when Israel is going to be redeemed, when God is going to come back and save His people from their sin and make them righteous and devoted to Him again. There's going to be this time when God is going to uh, reconcile and redeem them. And they're waiting for that. Waiting for this consolation or comforting of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon Simeon. And so, the Holy Spirit being upon Simeon, Simeon was probably a priest. He worked in the temple. He, he dedicated his whole life to serving God. And the Holy Spirit was with him. And the Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. That's a pretty great promise. Because they had been waiting for a very, 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 very long time. Like for as long as you've been alive, and as long as your parents have been alive, and as long as your grandparents have been alive, and as long as your great-grandparents have been alive, and longer than that. And I'm not just talking to the kids. It was a very, very long time that they were waiting for this comfort. And now, Simeon has been told by the Holy Spirit, the comfort is going to come. In your lifetime, you are going to see God's chosen one who is going to bring this comfort in. You are going to see the Lord's Christ. The one that he has set aside as going to be this one who is going to save his people from their sin. It had been revealed to Simeon by the Holy Spirit that he would not die, that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And so he came in the Spirit to the, into the temple. Sometimes when we do stuff, it is because God says, this is where I want you to be right now. Sometimes you know that ahead of time. Sometimes you go, this is where God wants me to be right now. I had these two options, and I, I know this is what, the one that God wants from me right now. Other times, you don't know it until afterwards. It wasn't weird for Simeon to be in the temple. He was there all the time. But on this occasion, he was there at that particular time when this particular family was going to come in because the Holy Spirit wanted him there right then. Because the Holy Spirit wanted to answer the promise. Wanted to fulfill the promise. Oh, you're going to be right here, right at the right time. And so Simeon's in the temple, he's waiting for the consolation of Israel, and all of a sudden, in walks this family. It's a mom, and a dad, and a little baby. And Simeon has been waiting, and waiting, and waiting, and he knows the comfort of Israel is coming. The comfort of Israel is coming. And he sees this family walk in, and he goes, Yay! Just like when you open a present and it was exactly the thing that you wanted. And so you jump up and down and go, yay! That's exactly what Simeon's doing. Because he's been wanting this thing. It's the exact thing that he's wanted. And into the temple comes this family with this baby and he's going, yes! 
Yes! He came into the, in the Spirit, into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. Simeon, Simeon took Jesus, and I, that must have been really weird for Mary. Mary walks in, Mary, Mary and Joseph walked in, they're going to dedicate Jesus in the temple. Sometimes we do uh, baby dedications here, and we dedicate the, the, the family and the, the children, and we say, we are going to raise these children to love God. We're going to teach them and show them who God is and who Jesus is and what it means to love and follow Him. And that's what they were doing. They were bringing Jesus into the temple to demonstrate that they also were going to raise Jesus in this way. And when they walked in, Simeon comes over and takes the baby from them. And Mary must have gone, that's my baby. But, but Simeon takes him and just holds him. Now, now, some of you have taken a little baby and you've held that baby. And it's so wonderful. And he was so excited. Not because this was his baby, not because he was the grandpa of this baby, but he was so excited about this baby because this was the baby that had been promised. And so he says, Lord, God, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. You had promised me that I would see this child before I died. And now I have seen this child and so you can let me die and I will die happy. That's not to say that he was going to die right then. But that God had answered his promise. And had said, this is him. Now isn't that a little bit weird? Jesus hadn't done anything yet. It's still a promise. Right? This little baby is going to be the Savior, is going to do that work, but Simeon is just seeing him as a baby. And he knows this is the answer. This is the fulfillment of all of God's promises. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And at this point, I might have to take exception to Simeon and his uh, profundity, his, his use of words here, and say, Simeon, time out. Prepared in the presence of all the people? A light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. Has everybody really seen this? I mean, Simeon has said this. My eyes have seen your Christ. For my eyes have seen your salvation. But has everybody's eyes seen that? Has everybody been face to face with this baby, with this child? How can, how can he say that this has happened in the presence of all the people? Well, it's because he wasn't just talking about right then at that moment. 
But he was referring to the prophecies of Isaiah. Because when those people in Israel first got dragged out, Isaiah was talking about a time when God's comfort would come. Even in the beginning of their being rejected by God and being kicked out of the land, Isaiah was already talking about this comfort that would come. This consolation that would happen. And so now Simeon is remembering that and he's quoting from Isaiah in chapter 52. And in Isaiah chapter 52, at the beginning of of chapter 52, um, God is telling them about all of the things that that they had done wrong and all of the consequences of that. But then he starts to speak about the good news in verse 7. And so in Isaiah 52 verse 7, it says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who proclaims uh, good news of happiness, and publishes salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice, and together they sing for joy. For eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth into singing, you waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted His people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared His holy arm before all the eyes of the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. There will be a time when God's salvation will come back into Jerusalem. That's what Isaiah is saying. There will be a time when God's salvation will come back into Jerusalem and all of the nations will see His great and mighty power. They will see how strong His arms are. That He will save His people and comfort them. And so now, that's exactly what's happening. Now, Simeon is going, this is it! This is it. Jesus is that salvation coming back into Jerusalem, coming back into the temple. This is that prophecy. But when you continue in the prophecy of Isaiah, it talks about what will have to happen to that one who brings the comfort. Because in Isaiah 53, which comes right after Isaiah 52... It says, who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Remember, in in Isaiah 52, it was saying the arm of the Lord would be revealed to everybody as God's salvation comes into Jerusalem. And now he's saying, but who has believed that? And who has seen it and accepted that this is the arm of the Lord being revealed? Because he grew up before him like a young plant like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at Him and no beauty that we should desire Him. When that salvation of Israel comes in, Isaiah says, even though it will be revealed to all the nations, even though this is that great strong arm of God that will save His people, it will be really small and not that impressive. 
And even though Isaiah had said that, the, the, many of the, the God's people were still expecting it to be something big. They were expecting a king to come in with an army or something. And instead, Simeon recognizes that this is the salvation of God. It's when Mary and Joseph bring this baby into the temple. And he's going to grow up just like a little plant grows up. It starts out small and then it grows. And there's nothing impressive about him, no form or majesty that we should look at him, no beauty that we should desire him. In fact, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was crushed for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace and with his wounds we are healed. Here comes that baby Jesus, but that baby Jesus is going to grow up. He's going to be a man who is going to proclaim, repent, because the kingdom of God is at hand. Turn back to righteousness and devote yourself to God. And I will take your sin. And I will take your punishment. And I will make you righteous before God. And Simeon is looking at Jesus and he knows this is the answer. This is the one who will do that. So going on in verse 53 of, of Isaiah, it says, Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days and the will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, because he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he has poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sins of many and makes intercession for the, transgression, for the transgressors. And so Simeon is standing and he's quoting from Isaiah and he's saying, I know, I know, God has told me that this Jesus, he's the salvation, he's the comfort. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And now, here he is. And the, his father and mother, in verse 33 of Isaiah chapter 2, Jesus' mom and dad marveled. They were amazed at what Simeon was saying. What? God told you that too? That's what angels have been telling us. But how did you know? Because most of the people we tell won't believe it. And so we've been keeping it a secret and we haven't really been talking about it. But you already know. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child 
is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed. This this child, there are going to be many that rise. Because Jesus rises from the dead, there are going to be many that rise with him because he is that Savior that makes them righteous. But there are also going to be many who are going to fall because of him. Because they aren't going to believe that he's the Savior sent by God. And a sword will pierce your own soul too. Oh Mary, it's going to be so hard for you. It's going to be so hard for you to see all that this child is going to go through. As he grows up and as he becomes the Savior, it is not going to be great and glorious and amazing. It's going to hurt a lot. But he is the one. He is the one so that the thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. That's how... Many people, their thoughts are going to be revealed. Are they devoted and righteous toward God or not? How will it be known? It will be known whether or not they accept Jesus as the Savior or not. That's going to be the thing that distinguishes between the two. So some are going to rise as they accept Jesus and say, Yes, I have been waiting for this. Waiting and waiting and waiting. And others are going to fall because they're going to go, nope, I don't accept that. But Simeon, standing in that temple, has been waiting and waiting for this time. And now that he sees this child, takes him in his arms and he blesses God. And he blesses Mary and Joseph. He rejoices to see God's salvation. And now we also get to rejoice. Because we also have seen the revealing of God's salvation. A revealing not just for the nation of Israel, not just for the people of Israel, but for all people everywhere. That we can love God and be loved by God. Because Jesus is our salvation. And so our response, just like Simeon's, is to sing and to praise God together. And so I am so glad that we are all here this morning and we get to do that together. Christmas is one of my favorite times of the year for this reason. Because it is the revealing of God's salvation and we get to rejoice together and sing some wonderful songs together. So let's pray and then sing together like that. Our Father in heaven, we are so grateful that you are our God who loves us enough to send us a Savior. The one who is your Christ, your chosen one. And it is no longer a mystery who that is. It is Jesus. And Father, we believe and accept that. And so we rejoice that you have loved us so much 
that you have said, here is my son, come and be devoted to me and loved by me and accepted because of my son. Father, we rejoice in that together now. In Jesus' name, amen.